Welcome to the mixtape. I'm Natalie. And I'm Valerie. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today when I woke up, I was just so excited to log on to Things for Work here because we got some more <laughs> birthday celebrations, some more anniversaries to celebrate. And now that we've grown so much, it feels like every day we've got a little bit of something to celebrate. And it's nice to be able to share in such fun milestones with all of our teammates. It's true. As we hit our own milestones, too, um, and as we continue to grow. But one of our guests today is also celebrating a milestone of his own, one year with BioOhio, which also marks a year since we had him on the mixtape. And we're so excited to welcome back Eddie Pauline, the president and CEO at BioOhio. And today he joins us with Mike Triplett, who is the co-founder, president, and CEO at Armidus Bio, as well as board member of Andalin Biosciences and at Clarimetrics. Feels like he's involved with a little bit of everything. Yes, they both are. <laughs> so we are so excited to have Eddie back as our first repeat guest, and we're also so excited to have Mike join us for the first time. They'll be chatting with Casey McAllister, who is also a repeat host. She is our head of strategy here at Mixed Talent, and they are going to be chatting a little bit more about the growth of BioOhio and the life science community here in Ohio. So without further ado, here is Casey, Eddie, and Mike. Last November, Eddie Pauline, then newly minted CEO of Life Science Industry Association BioOhio, joined me for a conversation on his thoughts about the future of the organization and life sciences in Ohio. Today, I'm excited to welcome Eddie back to the mixtape to give us an update on the incredible progress he and his team have made in the past year and to share what's next for life sciences in Ohio. We are also fortunate to be joined today by BioOhio board member, Mike Triplett. Mike is currently the CEO of Armitus Bio, a Columbus-based gene therapy company, and previously led Myonexus to a successful exit through an acquisition by Sarepta in 2019. In addition to BioOhio, Mike serves on several boards, including Andalin Biosciences, Claramedics, and Innovate Ohio with Lieutenant Governor John Houston. He is also actively involved in Carmen Ventures, focusing on investing in growth opportunities for and by Buckeyes. Eddie and Mike, welcome to the mixtape. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to have you. So Eddie, first and foremost, congratulations. Yes, one year, one, one year in. It's it's been a it's been a real whirlwind. Um, still drinking from uh, a fire hose uh, a little bit, but um, I've been tremendously pleased with the progress that we've made. Um, I've learned a ton about the industry. Our our team has gelled. Uh, I've got a great relationship with our board and uh, have spent a lot of time uh, with our members across the state of Ohio learning about their their needs and their challenges and just the bigger opportunity we have here in Ohio with the life sciences industry. Great. Well, I know, again, last year when we met, right, you were only eight weeks in. Yes. But a hundred <laughs> meetings in yeah. on your listening tour. Yeah. So, uh, so had a lot just in that short period of time. So I'm sure even more so here in, in the rest of that year. Um, so what are some of the key learnings? What are some of the key takeaways that you've had in this past year? Well, so the, the meetings have continued. I think we're well past uh, hundreds at this point. Um, but I, I think the, the themes that emerge from that, um, that tour and in conversations that continue um, are, are really centered around um, uh, talent, funding, and, and awareness. Um, uh, the, the growth of the industry is, uh, is, is tremendous, but limited because of, of some talent workforce development issues we have. Um, 
there's a bigger opportunity for funding. And what I mean about funding is a combination of state support and venture support for the industry, along with just connecting our members in a way that allows them to do more business with one another. Um, and then the final piece of awareness is uh, given all of the excitement and activity, uh, the industry itself is still under the radar uh, when compared to other major industries in Ohio. So um, I think addressing issues uh, within those three buckets um, is a responsibility that we take seriously and are going to be continuing to invest in solutions um, to address those issues. Okay. Well, again, I know in our conversation last year, you had even referenced that idea of um, we needed a little swagger. Yes. When it came to uh, to life sciences here in Ohio, um, but also that one of the goals, at least initially, was to help kind of craft that story or refine the story, right, of what is going on here in this ecosystem, and then not only share that more broadly across the state, but also across the country. Right. Um, right. To that end, kind of where are we in that messaging? I know it seems like um, from what I've seen, you guys have been on the road a lot this year, really engaging with the biotech community on a, a national level. Yeah, yeah, and and. In some sense, we're, we're, we're sort of starting from scratch. Um, we, uh, we are trying to do some asset and capability mapping. Um, so what, what does Ohio have to offer when it comes to, to expertise in the life sciences? What are uh, our members doing? Uh, what's unique about that work? And, and how are we communicating about that? Um, how are we explaining the, the connectivity of the ecosystem is, is sort of a, a continued work in progress and helping people understand that what they're doing is unique and they should brag about it. And, and we need to invest and help amplify that, that overall message. So I think, again, the fact that um, we don't necessarily understand the industry um, uh, it's an intimidating industry. There's a lot of unique things going on. Um, medical devices, gene and cell therapy, biopharma therapy. Th these are these are intimidating topics for people. So because of that, it's been harder, I think, to develop that that narrative, that concise narrative that really resonates with sort of Joe public. Um, but again, one one bright spot is the fact that because of all the growth, people can actually start seeing the industry like literally emerge out of the ground in their backyard. Um, as we talked about, I think almost a year ago, we now have uh, Amgen here, uh, Forge Biologics, Sarepta, Andalin. These are brands that people are now driving by um, in their neighborhoods and on their way to work. So I think you can start to put together uh, more of a visualization of what, what this industry could look like throughout Ohio. Yeah. Well, and obviously we owe a debt of gratitude to Mike for helping Sarepta be one of those yes. <laughs> addresses that we get to drive by with the success of, of MyNexus. Um, and obviously others, right, that you are a true champion of this industry in, um, in the state, in the city, specifically of Columbus, Mike. But you know, what do you see as you kind of sit on the wall looking out, right, on the mm -hmm. horizon of this industry and being so involved in the ecosystem? You know, what does that story look like to you? We're clearly an emerging market here in the state of Ohio, but we have all of the assets and capabilities, I think, to, to really grow this industry and become a dominant force across the nation in life sciences, particularly in certain verticals. 
And you think about Eddie spoke about the elements. We have the elements here to to become that dominant player from the the institution and the innovation at the Cleveland Clinic, Cincinnati Children's. These are the top institutions in the respective fields in the country, in the world. Ohio State, the James Wexner Medical. You think about Battelle. You think about Air Force's research lab and the adjacencies that we have. It's a really unique set of capabilities that we have, and we have strong public-private partnerships. The state government is very supportive, the innovation district investments. And when I go to the coasts, people are always asking me, what's going on there? They are taking notice. So we are elevating our brand, but we're going to do more to drive that. So I think we have a very bright future. That's great. Well, one of the things um, you know that I mentioned there in the intro was that you're involved at the state level, right, with Innovate Ohio. Um, Eddie, obviously, you also mentioned that idea around, you know, needing some more support from an economic development perspective. So where is life science as it relates to, you know, being on the state's radar, um, both from an administration, but also just generally on economic development? Yeah, I I can take a stab at that. I think, um, again, we'll, we'll call it a work in progress. What we've been doing is sort of reintroducing or introducing the industry to a lot of public policymakers, um, identifying key uh, legislators that, that are um, curious about the industry or perhaps have a medical background or um, perhaps have a family member that's suffering from a rare chronic disease. Going in, explaining what this industry is doing in terms of um, uh, curing uh, people, um, developing innovative treatments, and helping them understand that the industry is growing, um, but it needs more support. And when I talk about more support, um, that could look um, that could look like a, uh, a state-funded executive and residence program to ensure that we have leadership for these emerging companies coming out of the, the space. Um, it could be in the form of a new theme if uh, something like the Ohio Third Frontier funding is is uh, is renewed you know could we focus funding on on the biotech industry um, the innovation district funding from jobs Ohio is already a good start but when you look at the amount of money available and some of the initiatives that could be funding um, we need to work harder to um, educate our, our public policymakers about the opportunity that we have here. So we, we've taken on that responsibility. And, and again, back to the storytelling, we've been talking about the assets and capabilities. We've been talking about some policy issues that could um, impact patients, um, creating legislation that um, positions Ohio as a place where not only can you develop uh, innovative treatments, but get them into the arms of people here in Ohio. You know, we want to be a destination for that type of thing. Um, it's all sort of wrapped into this um, education and um, uh, value proposition of the industry that that I think the, the the General Assembly needs to continue to better understand. I would add, I, I agree with everything Eddie said. I think on the executive side, we have very strong support from Lieutenant Governor, other senior administration officials, Jobs Ohio, all the way to the top. Their, their healthcare team is doing a great job. At the local level, I know here in Columbus with Kenny McDonald and his team at One Columbus, strong support. Cleveland with people like Beju Shaw, 
people get this industry, they know it, they recognize the opportunity, and they're willing to lean in with us. We need to bring the rest of the, the, the government along with us, but I think we'll be very successful in doing that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm grateful for um, Lieutenant Governor John Husted's foresight um, that he had in setting up the gene and cell therapy uh, work group associated with, uh, with Innovate Ohio. Um, through that effort, uh, a brilliant strategy was created on how to sort of position Ohio as a leader um, in, that, in that industry. And, you know, we at BioOhio raised our hand to be sort of the, the activator, the implementer of that, of that strategy. Um, and that's related to funding too. We're, we're going to figure out how to operationalize that strategy, but we're going to need funding um, in order to make that happen. And that's the Gene and Cell Innovation Council. Correct. The Ohio, the Ohio Gene and Cell Therapy Council. Yeah, that's great. Can you elaborate on that a little bit, Mike? Give us a sense of what the, the remit is there. Sure, sure. Zeddy stated it. It resulted from the work we did at Innovate Ohio in the Gene and Cell Therapy Work Group. The theme thematically, the focus areas are talent, K through 12 STEM talent, university talent, graduates, recruiting mid and senior level people through Ohio. It's capital. We absolutely need more venture capital, more translational capital, pre-licensing, so whether it's third frontier, derivative programs, early stage funds, growth stage funds in the state of Ohio. We, we definitely have to put uh, an emphasis in, in building out the, uh, the funding uh, ecosystem here as well. Infrastructure is an important one as it relates to, and this is where the innovation districts are very critical to execute within the three C's, Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati, for example, giving early stage companies a, a natural place to, to go locate and scale. Something that's underdeveloped here, but those investments are coming. And then, and then finally, it was business development and branding or awareness. It was driving the message outside of Ohio for both talent and investment purposes. But it also, there's an internal communications piece back to the legislature primarily as well. And building out those champions within, within you know, in, inside the state of Ohio and outside. Bottom line, as Eddie said, we needed, we the Innovate Ohio board needed a go-to-market strategy. And that is BioOhio. So BioOhio is taking that mantle and is implementing that strategy moving forward. So currently, right at, at the initially, we're activating this this committee it's comprised of leaders like tim miller of forge biologics and others at the institutions in ohio state and and beyond matt mcfarland of nationwide children's is co-chair along with me for the for this particular year great it, it also gives us a, a lot cleaner insight into the unique needs um, that these industries within the life sciences have you know i think divvying up our membership um, within their, their sort of subcategory devices, gene therapy, digital health, um, biopharma, it, it, it helps us understand what those, what those unique needs are and, and allows us to be a lot more relevant and um, agile when it comes to the public policy issues that we take up um, related to these industries. Trying to identify the themes of uh, issues that 
all of the life science community has is one thing, but really getting a little bit more granular and making sure that we're doing things that are valuable for these sub-industries uh, really important to our success. So the, the BioOhio board, putting my board hat on, is very excited about this the strategy that Eddie has, has developed and presented and board adopted. And the Genus Health Therapy Council is the first industry council that will be stood up. Right. And so, so this will be replicated to Eddie's point across multiple, multiple verticals over time as needed. Yeah. And when you look, you know, across the country, so let's take, you know, the Boston area, Cambridge area, right, as kind of an analog for some of this. Um, you know, have you taken learnings from other geographies in the country to say, gosh, this is what's worked well or not? Are we kind of blazing our new path given the complexity of being a state and not just a city <laughs> when it comes to the industry? Well, you, I think you you identified our, our major challenge. Um, yeah, I, I have finally, you know, Bio-Ohio is one of uh, uh, 46 um uh, state bio uh, affiliates across the country. So the, the collective group is called the Council of State Bio Associations. Um, uh, we all have a, some connectivity to bio at, at the national level. Um, I finally got an opportunity to meet many of my peers at the uh, bio conference in, in June in, in San Diego, which, which was an amazing experience. Ohio had a, a really great presence there. Um, but in, in having conversations with some of my peers relating mass bio or California life sciences, um, you know, they, they do have these um, concentrations of, of capabilities in, in, a very, um, in a very concentrated area, uh, one city, um, two cities. Ohio, the life science community is spread throughout the state. Um, Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati. We have ProMedica and AMSA and Charles River in Northwest Ohio. We have OU and Quidel doing really interesting things down in Southeast Ohio. So I've put a ton of miles on my, my <laughs> Yukon uh, trying to, um, uh, you know, capture the unique um, uh, asset we have in this sort of statewide network mm -hmm. of, of expertise. That is really what sets us apart. Although it makes it harder to sort of articulate the 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 exact um, or articulate the density of, of the of the uh, of the industry, um, knowing that you can come to Ohio and almost regardless of where you go have some sort of connectivity to the industry, I think is something we need to uh, sell a little bit harder. Well, and that kind of leads to, uh, there's always connectivity in Ohio. We were talking about on a recent vacation out of the country that pretty much anywhere in the world, if you yell OH, mm -hmm. somebody is going to respond, <laughs> right? It is definitely uh, unique, I believe, in this country as it relates to that. Um, and I know, Mike, we had referenced too that you're involved with a group, Carmen Ventures, um, that's kind of tying into that, right, around the, the great state of Ohio. Um, what is the work or how do you guys see life science tying into Carmen Ventures and the opportunity mm -hmm. as a state, you know, being represented beyond just the, the borders? Sure. Happy, happy to address that. So first, Carmen Ventures they, is a nascent venture capital fund leveraging Ohio State University alumni. So leveraging the alumni all over the world, to your point, the alumni 
That's six, seven hundred thousand at this point, living alumni, the largest living alumni base in the world, or at least in the U.S. anyway. And half of them are, are reside in Ohio, which means most are elsewhere, or at least half are elsewhere. And many of them are concentrated in the pockets of, of life sciences activity from Boston to Southern California to San Francisco, Raleigh, Durham, etc. So we are leveraging that alumni base to build a venture fund. Life sciences will be one of the thematic areas of focus for that fund, along with, along with technology, along with infrastructure, mobility, the typical elements that Ohio is very strong in, particularly Ohio State is strong in. But it's not captive to just Ohio State alums. It's going to be a land grant vision for this fund, which means anybody from Ohio. And the primary screen is an Ohio State alum or an Ohioan in the C-suite of these companies, and they can be anywhere. And then leveraging the network effect of that alumni base. The group is already seeing deal flow from pockets across the country and outside the country as word starts to filter out, coming back to the group. And so it's pretty interesting. It's going to be an interesting uh, opportunity for, for those involved and, and entrepreneurs. But for me, it's, it's another step in building out the ecosystem around innovation, particularly life sciences innovation. I, I love the fact that, that we're, we're going to be leveraging that, um, that affiliation. And, and I think it's some, it, it's a, it's a theme that, you know, I think we can apply, um, more broadly to, um, we have such an interesting mix of large institutions in the state and wonderful startups, small to mid-sized businesses that, uh, that should be doing business with one another. Um, we have uh, American Nitro is a new member of, of BioHio, putting up a wonderful facility in Grove City. They're going to be making um, rubber gloves. Um, every major institution in Ohio should be buying their rubber gloves from American Nitro. Um, our digital health industry is exploding. Our hospital systems and other major institutions should be piloting programs with these startups to see if there's efficiencies created or savings opportunities. Um, the fight to do business with one another should not be as hard as it is. And, and I'm hoping that we can get to a point where we recognize the value of, um, of being in Ohio and, and leveraging this, uh, this sort of statewide ecosystem that we have. That makes a lot of sense. Well, again, I think that the state has done a whole PR campaign around that Ohio proud, right? So it's that next level of thinking of it as the industry ecosystem, also having that same level of connectivity, of pride, right, both internally and externally. That's fantastic. Well, want to turn to workforce, right? You both mentioned that talent, obviously, an area of passion of mine um, and of mixed talents. Um, but so as you've, again, gone through this um, workforce study and some of the, the work over the past year, Eddie, as by Ohio, you know, what are some of those key findings? What are the areas of focus as you move forward um, on talent outside of what Mike referenced with, you know, looking at STEM and K-12 and thinking about it from a, a college and beyond? Yeah, re related to, to some of the major themes that we talked about before. But yeah, we... Um, we worked with a company um, called WorkMorphous, led by Emily Fabiano, um, who used to work for Lieutenant Governor Houston in the Office of Workforce Transformation, and uh, went through a, 
eight month um, strategy development um, around life science workforce. And um, uh, we are preparing to sort of um, publicly announce the results of that, but um, 25 uh, 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 academic partners participated in that process, uh, 20 some different life science organizations. Um, again, we need some resources to fully activate this, but um, we're gonna be hiring a director of workforce partnerships who's really gonna be charged with implementing the strategy across the state partnering with Jobs Ohio, partnering with the regional economic development groups, our members and universities to really, in my view, kind of finally address um, and stay committed to um, the, the workforce challenges that we've been hearing about in this industry for literally the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. You know, when I go back and look about, uh, at old data from members and the feedback that they've had talent funding awareness seem to be like decade long issues yes, yes. and it's like wh what's hat why are we not um uh why are these still issues and um i think the our approach is well it's because we need more funding and we need dedicated attention um, to, to addressing these issues. And I think we're finally getting to that point as an organization to take that, those types of things on. No, that's great. Well, and again, hiring alert. So if you're looking for a job in this great, important space, Eddie's <laughs> yes. got some needs. You want to join that fantastic team. Yes. Um, so obviously, Eddie, again, you've been in this space for the past year in that regard. Mike, how about you? So having been in life science and, and in Ohio for a longer period of time, you know, what do you see as that obstacle to... Um, Historic, I should say, the historic obstacle, right, to, to getting this workforce focus, um, the attention that it needs, and then also what are the opportunities, sure. right, as we move forward? I think getting the universities and community and the regional campuses and, and community colleges focused on this industry, understanding that there is an opportunity. I think to Eddie's point, it was always more theoretical or esoteric, or they viewed it as only happening within the walls of the Cleveland Clinic or Battelle or Cincinnati Children's, not out in, in a more industrial commercial setting. That's changing. Amgen's rising out of the ground in New Albany. You have Sarepta building here in Columbus. You have Expression in Cincinnati. And what CTI and MedPace are doing down in Cincinnati and the others in, in, across the state, it's becoming real. And we're seeing that response. The universities are starting to respond to the demand signals. Mm -hmm. And they're looking to organizations like Mix and BioOhio to help them get oriented and create the product, the curriculum, the degrees, and the certificate, certificates that align with the needs of industry. So we just need to train them train the universities and academic partners on what they need to deliver and they will deliver because ultimately i think given the demand then we have to focus on the students to recruit them educate them that that opportunity is there because universities need people in the seats that's what drives most of the dynamics within the universities but i think it's there we just need to help them get focused appropriately and then and then beyond that i, I think there's some opportunities we need to think creatively one thing we hear about uh, from companies is because this is an emerging market, the established talent base of middle and senior level talent is not here. And I know it's part of Mix's business, 
we hear about it all the time at BioPio. When I talk to the companies, I hear about it. And we need to think creatively about that awareness and branding on the coast, but creating and building the ecosystem so people have optionality when they come here. If company X doesn't work out, then they can do it on the street without disrupting their family and having to move again will be helpful as well. So some of it will take care of itself. And as we have more successes like MyoNexus and other exits like Avexus, you'll start to create more talent and experienced talent Yeah, that, that just drives more and more momentum. So part of this is it takes time. We definitely need funding. We need to train the universities and the community colleges on what they need to be delivering. Well, I was just going to expand a little bit on that, um, that the, the importance of that bench strength of talent to kind of move these, these companies forward. Again, all this innovation coming out of, uh, of our institutions, um, we, we don't want it to leave Ohio. But in order to keep it here, we need people like Mike to um, to lead these companies, and people like Mike need support when it comes to staffing up these companies. I was recently made aware of uh, a really terrific program up at the uh, uh, Cleveland Clinic called the Innovation Fellows Program. This is a wonderful opportunity that the clinic offers all non-clinical staff. They can come into this program and learn about sort of everything you need to know to um, be successful in a life science company, how to commercialize something, um, uh, the regulatory um, uh, impact on the industry, understanding that, um, branding, uh, the list goes on. It's just a really comprehensive program that will take a non-clinical staff member at the Cleveland Clinic and turn him or her into a really capable worker um, for a life science company. That could be a statewide program. Right. Um, we should take that model and expand it across the state. And again, back to the funding need, um, what a great thing for the state of Ohio to figure out how to, how to fund something like that. That's fantastic. So it sounds like, again, just in the past year, Eddie, since you've been at the helm here of, of BioHio, there's been a lot of movement, a lot of research and thinking. Certainly and more LinkedIn posts. Um, I'm <laughs> yes. really proud that our, yes. our LinkedIn page went from 1,100 or 1,400 followers to close to 3,000 now. So Well done. You know. I love there LinkedIn. You go. Yeah. Yes. If, you, uh, <laughs> if you're not following, make sure you go to LinkedIn and click follow yes. on the, the BioHio page. Um, I do think you guys have done a tremendous job. Obviously, in our business, we spend a lot of time on LinkedIn and, um, and just getting more content, more awareness, right? Understanding perspective, um, engagement around public policy, right? Activating the community here. Um, so well done to you and your tremendous team on, on that. Um, but as you look forward, the question to both of you, right? So what are the, the couple of things that you're most excited about in the next year, but maybe the next five years as it relates to Ohio life sciences? Well, let me, let me address that in two ways. One, there's our own um, organization's um, uh, continued maturation and, and sophistication. Um, you know, yes, we are an awesome three-person team right now. But <laughs> We are, but statewide, <laughs> we are a statewide uh, trade association for a very sophisticated and serious industry. You know, we, I, I need people. Uh, we need 
Um, we need a human being in the, in the Northeast Ohio market. We need a human being in the uh, Southwest Ohio market. Um, so we're, we're staffing up um, to better represent uh, the industry, the members. Um, we need staff for our workforce development initiative. Um, public policy, both at the state or, and federal level, needs some, some very specific attention. Um, we need we need to uh, to staff up to to address that too. So we're going to continue to invest in ourselves in in, uh, in order to create value for our members, um, and then the industry as a whole, um, you know, connecting, uh, developing a strong narrative for the innovation districts, and, and helping people understand the 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 value of our of our statewide um, ecosystem I think is going to be really important to figure out um, in the next year or two to, to really allow us to stand out as, as a as a destination for this uh, for, for people in this industry great Mike how about from your perspective you can really feel the momentum right now and Amgen was a big win Intel Google Facebook meta whatever all of these companies coalescing in Ohio, it, they're big brands, but having Amgen, they're one of the Mount Rushmore's of biotech. Certainly. Having them here, my phone lit up from, from the coast. What's going on? Why, again, Columbus, Ohio? Why Ohio? So I think you'll see more of that activity. So more companies are going to come here who are established. And you're going to see, I think, a significant uptick in startup and venture activity here yeah it's it's unmistakable you look at the research productivity and the quality of research and innovation capacity at these facilities and institutions across the state of ohio they're top-notch the initiatives like ohio state launching the gene therapy institute yeah you have the pelotonia institute for immuno-oncology this is where the cutting-edge technology is happening we have historic strength with nationwide children cincinnati children's Again, the clinic, the university hospitals, we are incredibly well positioned and we're figuring out how to play this game. Yeah. And, and to, to hit on, on just one other really important thing that I think is going to be critical to our continued success, and that's the, um, uh, the, the R&D and the research and innovation that is already occurring in our major research institutions but occurring more frequently in the private sector. Um, we should not understate the, the gift that um, Sarepta Therapeutics is to, to this region. Um, it's a center of excellence for R&D uh, for, the, for the, the entire company. Uh, that's huge. Uh, Forge Biologics, I know, is getting into, into research. So that's critical, I think, to the cementing Ohio is a leader in this industry. It's one thing to um, make products here that other people are developing. It's a whole nother game when we're innovating and making uh, in, in the state of Ohio. Absolutely. Completely agree. Yeah. Well, and I think too, you know, the innovation district just starting to now see since the last time we spoke, Eddie, right? There's buildings going up. Mm -hmm. Andalyn's about to yes. open. Um, you know, you can really see not only, you know, some of the big players we're talking about on the east side of town, um, Amjet included, but also which those kinds of opportunities here right by campus from a Columbus right. standpoint that 
create that energy and opportunity. Hopefully, we will learn from some of the uh, the other geographies' mistakes of not having enough wet lab space, to your point, on R&D. That's always been a big struggle, I know, um, with a lot of clients of ours, right, in life science, that everyone always needs more space and opportunity to really create an environment yes. for that innovation and to encourage these students to stay because they can see, you know, more of an opportunity with several organizations, but also an opportunity for themselves to be an entrepreneur and, and do something um, exciting. So this has been wonderful. Thank you both so much for taking the time today for sharing your thoughts and insights. Um, a couple of things we do ask all of our guests, Eddie, you may remember, but now we get oh, a, a yeah. new spin on, on the old take. Um, so, but Mike, I will start with you. So the question is, what is the best interview question that you have ever been asked or asked? Give 10 adjectives about yourself. Oh, and why was that such a good one? Top of mind. It's not It's not one. I think it has to be free-flowing. Okay. And it's top of mind, so it's probably more authentic. You don't have time to posture and, and game it up. All right, Eddie, how about you? I, although I haven't been asked that one, that's a, that's a pretty good one. That might be any <laughs> example that, uh, that, you've had. that I have, yeah. All right, so yeah. next time we're going to have to ask you the question, you're going to have to spew out your time, yeah. right? So yeah. we, could, we, could, we could test it on him right now. Yes, Eddie, go, <laughs> go. All right, we won't put yeah, you on the spot. Put me on the spot. The like other that. one is it wouldn't be the mixtape without a playlist, right? So we do have our ever-growing Spotify playlist, the mixtape. Uh, we do encourage everyone to, to download it. It does have our guests from seasons one and two's choices. So what song should we put on there for you? How about you first, Mike? Fortunate Son. Oh, that's such a good one. Is there a particular meaning or just because you like to turn it up really loud? and It's one of my favorite or my father's favorites. Yes. Being first generation college graduate, it has a certain significance to it. Certainly. That's a great one. Really good. Um, for me, right, I know it was James Taylor a, a, a year ago, but... Uh, the entire collection. Pre pretty much. And now, and, and now I'm like, uh, I, uh, anything by the Lumineers right now oh, so there you resonating go. with me for some reason. So pick one of those and, and I'd be happy. And they were just in Columbus. I know. Did you see I them? I did not. I did not. Well, there you go. All right. Next time. Music. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Next time. Well, again, thank you, Eddie Pauline, CEO of BioHio, Mike Triplett, the CEO of Armitus Bio. Thank you both so much for taking the time and joining us on the mixtape. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. All right. That was a great update from Eddie and Mike. I don't know about you, Val, but when I hear these updates from BioOhio or from the life science community here in Ohio, I get so excited because yeah. as somebody who's born and raised in Ohio and went to college in Ohio, just like you, mm -hmm. I just love to see the excitement around this industry as it grows and gets a little bit bigger here in Ohio. I'm very passionate about the life sciences, and it's an industry that I see myself working in forever and um, it kind of reassures that we're in we're in the right spot at the right place, the right time. Yeah. And, you know, and just to hear about the growth that's anticipated to come here to Ohio into Columbus specific. It's just so exciting. That's just more growth for the community, more jobs for people, um, just adding some more 
diversity and different types of people and backgrounds to the community, which I think is really cool. Um, so I, I love hearing these updates from yeah. them. It makes you or me definitely just really proud of what we have to mm-hmm. offer here exactly. from a place that, you know, people I think love to joke about Ohio. <laughs> yeah, the cornfields. <laughs> But there's so much here. I just I had family that were in town recently that had never been to Columbus before, and they were just blown away. They thought, I cannot believe that this is where you've been living this whole time. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I've been telling you for years (laughs) that it's special, (laughs) but that it was just such a fun city to be in. So many beautiful places to go. Amazing food, by the way. Side Mm -hmm. note. For anybody who wants to come visit us. Yeah. Or if you're taking Eddie or Mike up on the jobs they were mentioning. Yep, exactly. So uh, it's just great to see a lot of exciting things continue to happen for us. But I do totally agree with a lot of what they have to say um, that we could use a lot more just understanding of what this space is going to turn into so that the people that are making decisions about it know how to advocate for this industry. So um, I'm excited to see what they do with the STEM talent. I'm excited to see how we're able to develop better infrastructure. And um, just another side note, really cool about the Carmen Ventures too, just, you know, keeping a lot of that pride for Ohio and um, support for Ohioans and specifically coming out of OSU too. It's great to see um, some funding go to those students who are staying here. So mm-hmm. um, just lots of good stuff. Lots of good stuff. And more good stuff to add to the playlist. That's We've right. got Fortunate Son to add for Mike's Choice mm-hmm. and, you know, for Eddie, always uh, putting it on us to pick the best <laughs> songs <laughs> So we'll f- find some good Lumineers music to add into, and um, I will also be thinking about what ten adjectives I will be using to describe myself if I ever get asked that mm-hmm. <laughs> the next interview. <laughs> yeah, I'll be thinking on mine too. Maybe we can describe each other. Yes, that's way better. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> So thank you, as always, for being in the mix. Make sure to check us out on Spotify. Check out the Mixtape playlist on Spotify. Follow by Ohio on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And follow Meet Mix Talent on Instagram. All the socials coming at you. Yeah. <laughs> and thanks for being in the mix. We'll see you next week. <laughs>